In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, it's Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. So glad you tuned in to episode 70. That's right, 70. If you've been with me for some time, Thank you so much for being here. If you're new, welcome, welcome. Check us out, right? If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review, iTunes, Stitcher, depending on the device you're listening in on, right? On, obviously, as iPhone users, you can pick this up on iTunes, um, Google Play, Google Phone users, right? You can get it on Stitcher, um, lots of different ways for you to hear this. You can hear this over on the blog at mortgagemarketingradio.com, lots of different ways for you to get access to this wonderful podcast. If you ever need to reach out to me, you can. Here's my email address, info at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. And as you know, I always appreciate your feedback, uh, particularly if you want to leave us a review on the interwebs somewhere, you can do so. And as a thank you for that, I will send you a little swag. You know, these things have been getting a lot of a lot of uh, positive feedback. And if anybody's listening to this, I'll tell you what, here's what we're doing again, right? We're giving away a free coaching call for taking a selfie of you with your mortgage marketing radio t-shirt on and post that on Instagram or Facebook, you know, pick your preferred social media platform of choice. Just tag me, right? Either tag me personally or tag Mortgage Marketing Institute and let me know that you've taken that picture and I'll give you a free coaching session. Not only that, but for, in exchange for your review, your positive review, right? Send me an email. Let me know that you left the review, what your mailing address is and what your preferred t-shirt size is. And we'll get that out to you as soon as possible. And uh, let's see here, just so you know, David Brown. Yeah, we just exchanged emails the other day. So I'm giving you a shout out again, David. I'm wearing that t-shirt. Why, why don't you do the selfie post, David? Get yourself a free coaching session also. Um, but I've got some others recently posted as well. All the way from the UK, actually. We got a listener the other day from the UK who reached out to me. So without further ado, let's get into this week's special guest. Very honored. Uh, to have just a wonderful person and overall great representation of what professionalism looks like and excellence in the mortgage industry. None other than Heather Bomar, Cornerstone Home Lending in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And Heather is just, you know, superstar, 
superstar. Uh, give you a quick rundown. 2017, 2017, her stats were 299 families helped for a total of $67 million. So, and she's a busy mom of four, right? Her kids' ages, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Heather, Heather. That's right. So Heather's a busy mom of four kids. She's running a team uh, of, of multiple people on her team. She's doing mega production, helping lots of families, 299 families. She's actually just retooled her business to take a, on additional growth and scale. And I'll tell you, this is one smart lady. And you can learn a lot from this episode. Take notes. We're going to dive into how she structures, obviously, her, her client customer process. She is a believer in delivering excellence. You'll understand what her, her methods are for managing her day, for managing the client referral process. Um, she's recently got into doing some videos and social media, and you'll hear what the impact of that is on her business. And just a great conversation overall and a great look into uh, you know somebody who's uh, running a class act over there at Cornerstone Home Lending. So without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Hey, Heather. Welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for carving time out of your extremely busy day. I know you've got a very full plate. And of course, in the formal intro, people kind of, you know, heard the formal intro and overview about who you are. I mean, you know, if my stats were correct, you're the number one originator in the state of Oklahoma, top 1% of the US. I mean, just, you know, doing some mega, mega numbers. But give us a, your, your version of who Heather is, what's she all about in this mortgage space? I did to make a correction there. It's actually number two in Oklahoma. Cody oh. Hardridge in my office is currently number one. He did beat me this last year. Oh. <laughs> uh, yet I am gunning for him this year. <laughs> nice. Him, so you've got your sights on him. Friendly nice. competition. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So how long have um, you been in the business? Anyways, uh, fifteen years this April. Okay, fifteen years. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, as you know, you and I've talked before I hit record, I don't necessarily show up to these conversations like scripted because I think I like the more organic nature they take. So sometimes, a, you know, a, a thought just pops in my head and I'm, I'm curious, 15 years, I've talked to you now a couple of times, you, you still seem to be very passionate about this business. And I'd be curious to know, you know, why that is, if you're really, if you have a, a very clear why associated to, you know, you in this business. I have thought through the why before. Um, the, I guess the farthest I've been able to pinpoint it down is just I love excellence and I'm passionate for excellence. And um, and actually, Cody, who I mentioned earlier in our office, he's always given me a hard time. And since gotten better at this, but he's always given me a hard time. He'll come in and say, "Hey, how are you? What's your what are your numbers for the month?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and just because I I'm just I guess I'm just kind of, I'm focusing on the excellence, just cranking out the excellence, taking care of our role partners, taking care of the families that we get to serve and always looking to make it better and always looking to make the experience better. And that's fun to me. That's just what drives me. And I do love the numbers. Like I love seeing the numbers and that drives me too. Um, just in a different way. Cause for me, it's, I hit that excellent bar or that level of excellence when the numbers match up with it. And mm. so for me, I just, I get a lot is of it, thrill out of that. Is it more about focusing on excellence and that, and the process, and the numbers will take care of themselves? Exactly. Yes. Yes. I think that's a Jim Rohn quote. Yeah. Yes. One of my favorites. 
<laughs> I might have. Okay, I borrowed from Jim. <laughs> Gotta like that when you're, you know. Uh, he's a great one to borrow from. <laughs> it certainly is. Um, so, so what are what are some things that stand out stand out about you? You know, uh, your team that would illustrate, you know, a, a more than a un, an exceptional process. More than an exceptional process. Um, like specifically, what do you mean? Yeah, so I, I mean, I know you've clearly architected your customer experience, right? Let's just take that for a second. We'll, we'll, we'll come Absolutely. to the yeah. parts. So, so maybe ar- articulate a little bit about how you really create that wow factor that, you know, how you architect excellence when somebody chooses to go with you for a home loan. Mm-hmm. Well, it all starts from that first call in, and uh, you know, my team is you know, normally taking that call and just basically kind of welcoming that family and congratulating them. Um, oh, you're working with so-and-so, fantastic. They're a great agent. They're going to be a great resource for you. Just doing that cross-sell back and just confirming that. And we're referral only. We don't purchase leads or anything like that. And so we know who our clients are when they call in. And then uh, taking them through that uh, pre-call app process, um, same-day answers. Um, my team is, you know, we call everyone Mr. and Mrs. So it's just a level mm. of respect from the get-go. And then I'm coming in more like level playing field with first names. And so it's just a good blend of that old-fashioned respect with friendship relationship at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so we, we try to blend those two and really just rolling out the red carpet. And we follow the same process every single time. And there is just a, oh, a spirit of we're going to do whatever it takes. And every family is important. And so whether they're a first-time home buyer or, you know, they're buying their 10th home and they're moving up, uh, we're excited for all of them. And I hope and I believe that those families and those individuals can feel that. Um, And so we're just excited with them. And something we always, you know, we regularly refocus on or regularly focus on is that uh, this is, you know, we go through this every day. And we never want to lose sight that this is something special for them. Uh, I actually gave an illustration <laughs> to my team a couple of months ago, and it stuck with them. I was taking my children to the Nutcracker, and so it was during that that time period. And I was just thinking, you know, we don't want you know when you tell this excitement to go in the ballet and say you're going to you know, the second or third to last final night and you show up, the ballerinas have been through two weeks of performances already. You're excited. This is your first performance and you're going, you've booked out the night, you've gone to dinner before, you've dressed up and you're there and the ballerinas are tired. (laughs) No one wants to show up and see a tired ballerina. (laughs) This is our night. We're excited. And we don't know that this is their, you know, 26th performance in five days or whatever. And so no one wants to show up and see a tired ballerina. So it's kind of become one of our mottos. Mm. No one wants to show up to the Bomar team and Cornerstone to tired ballerinas. And so just having our game face on for each and every client Mm. and being excited with them uh, and being excited for them. So you have a sign up in your office yet? No tired ballerinas? We need one. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Totally doing it. So, uh, so that, that's just when they get go. And then we take that feeling all the way through the process um, and just milestone miles and just point. Uh, we try to keep, you know, it's a very, 
you know, the mortgage process can be very transactional. You know, it is a transaction and we try to put as much personal touch in it as possible. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun experience. You know, they're buying a home and they've trusted us to help them with that, which is a huge responsibility um, and honor. And so we want to make it fun and exciting with them. So I love your illustration of the, the tired ballerina. I totally get it. I think it's a good one. What I'm curious about is how you how your team lives that every day, because we know we do get some tired ballerinas on the team. And so, you know, what's the process or the system or the self-check, or is it like the whole team spirit where other people will pull others up? How do you ensure that that performance is on, right? Every, because you're doing, you're helping Mm -hmm. a lot of families every month. So how do you, how do you maintain consistency? I think it's just a team, team culture and how we maintain that. Uh, Just constantly focusing on the vision through, you know, we do one-on-ones every other week. Um, I meet with each team member and then we do team meetings uh, on the opposite weeks and just constantly um, just focusing on the vision. And it's very, we, you know, we read books together. We do, um, we call it leadership lit in our office. And so our team participates as a group and it's always very, you know, always on improving, you know, being positive. And, yeah. and so it's just a very positive culture in general. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so one day, one day someone does have, you know, a tired ballerina day or is, you know, off their game, the others will pull them up for sure. Mm, that's great. And we've actually talked about that in the past, how we love that. You know, no one, everyone's allowed an off day, obviously, <laughs> but everyone else is going to pull them back up. That's awesome. That's great that you could build that culture with the team. Um, I find that very refreshing. And, and I'm sure you're, you're well aware that that's probably not the norm in the industry. Would you agree? No, <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people. Uh, are I, think there's a, I think there's a lot of great. Yeah, there's a lot of great teams out there, and um, but yes, I'm aware that it's probably not the norm. Well, no, I mean, uh, so, they're very, so, very protective. Yeah, I mean, you have a unit, you know. Okay, so your situation is, you know, you, you know, obviously are a, 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 you know, a top producing, large volume producing originator. You've got your team. By the way, real quickly, give us a rundown on your team. Who's on your team? What's the makeup? So I have, um, I doubled the size of my team this last year and it was completely for uh, preparing capacity. Uh, I just wanted extra capacity for growth this year. Mm-hmm. And so now I have, um, we call them client specialists. They're on the front side of the process. So when a client first calls in, they're the ones um, starting the process, doing the appointment with me, take them all the way to contract. And then I also have um, two loan analysts. So they're the ones, you know, doing the stamp of approval, uh, checking tax returns, checking income documents, and basically going through the pre-qualification. And then I have, uh, from contract to close, I have two closing coordinators. So in the past, I've always had one in each role Mm -hmm. uh, for the past few years. And this last year, I went to double in each role. And that's been really fantastic. Um, And then I have my processor. And then, so your main function is what? How would you describe it? So this last year, I made a little bit of a shift, um, and I haven't really found a model. I mean, I couldn't really find a model that's doing this, and I shifted to um, really the role of the ambassador mm-hmm. on the team. And and so I primarily focus on three things, and that is my team, just team leadership, building my team, leading my team, uh, my referral partner relationships. And then clients, which my uh, main focus there is going to be some touch points uh, during their actual process. And then 
our funded families, just reaching out to them and keeping in touch with them. So those are my my three things that I focus on. And then really everything else, my amazing team, um, it's spread out throughout them. And so my role is to truly just be the ambassador of the team, um, lead the team, and make it rain. Okay. Great. And what I was going to talk about earlier was, you know, for many people listening to this, they, they have the more traditional setup where, you know, they're an employee in a, in a, you know, mortgage company and they have a LOA that's probably shared. And, you know, um, I'm hearing your awesome story of, you know, the no tired ballerinas and building this culture with your team. And it just struck me that there's probably some listening going, you know, well, I mean, that's, you know, I couldn't do that or my LOA is off over <laughs> You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Have you run into resistance? Did you ever have to, you know, change the players on the team or have you had people on board ever since the beginning? Oh, yes. It's been perfect since the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I definitely, I definitely ran in and, you know, it's been, oh, I would say a couple of years ago, I went through um, just a rebuilding of the team. I kind of got to a point where, I don't know, I was just like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it you know, how I want to do it. And I want to do things at a level of excellence and I want to do things all out. And, and so I did have a redesign of the team. And so this last year has been, I mean, one, totally a building year, um, tons, tons of, um, I don't know, in the trenches with my team and essentially trained an entire new team. Um, I had one, one team member that's been with me for years and years and years and also my sister (laughs) and yeah and then um and then everyone the other amazing ladies they've been with me um oh a year and a half and under Mm. and so um and only one of them had um she had title experience Mm -hmm. and then one was actually um already at cornerstone and she was in the operations side, and so I kind of stole her. Um, I asked politely, and they blessed it. So, so yeah, it's been very much a rebuild by design, and it's been a lot of fun. It was it was a it was a hard work because it's been, you know, when you build from the ground up, when you're just starting out, that's one thing because your volume is growing with your team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where I was already at these high volume numbers and so I was rebuilding a team in the midst of that um that's tricky (laughs) so just maintaining numbers and maintaining performance um, and taking care of all of our referral partners and that have been just incredible and um you know we're just amazing and so just continuing with that so it was was kind of fun yeah, it's kind of fun. And I think, so I assume you have some, if you're going to hire somebody on the team, you have some, some screening, you know, pre-hiring criteria, whether using um, assessment tools like disc or, or things like that to make sure you've got the right player on the team, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Yes. Yes. And um, we have a, in our office, we have um, what we call a ta- talent manager. And so he does the pre-screening and it's, it hasn't always been this way. And this has been past probably two, three years. And he does the pre-screening. I tell him, you know, I meet with him. I tell him exactly what I'm looking for. And then he'll bring me, um, like if he has one on the bench already, he'll bring them up to me or that's who he'll start looking for. And then um, after he's met with them, oh, like initial test, initial phone interview, and then I think initial person interview, then they meet with me. Hmm. And um, 
and then I had the final choice because it's my hire. Right. And um, so that's made it a lot easier. Um, but in the past, when I was doing it all myself, I would do, yeah, the initial, you know, disk testing, um, some intelligence testing, things like that. And then we toss, we test for positivity. Like we want, we don't want any <laughs> sour grapes. No Debbie Downers. <laughs> <laughs> no Debbie Downers, no sour grapes, none of that. Um, how do you test for positivity? Life's too short for that. <laughs> you ask them a series um, of questions and how they respond? Yeah, just you know, throw them some softballs, you know, um, you know, and just see how they answer. Got it. You know. If they're you know solution-oriented, you know, focusing on how do I make this happen versus, right? Um, like I read a, Exactly, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or why they left, you know, why, you know, what they didn't like about their last employer, you know, see if they grab that and run with it. Um, you know, things like that. Oh, Just want to okay. kind of hear yep. okay. where they're coming from and yeah. Well, I want to go back for a second to the red carpet uh, rollout process you have. Um, is your process for working with a new family, a new borrower, is that documented for your team? It is, yes. Okay. That's great. For those listening, that is a insider secret right there <laughs> i can't i'm serious Talking i can't tell you how many people i talk to where they're like yeah well my loan office you know, the loa is not following my process you know the perfect loan process and all that they're not i'm like well is it doc is it written down are there you know checkbox milestones you know do you guys review that so it sounds like you're very intentional uh about the process happening at every step yes absolutely yeah. i mean literally it's like um you know my husband Brian Bomar, he um, had an analogy. I had the ballerina analogy. He has mousetrap analogies. And he built our, basically the initial system uh, of our client experience. And he said, I want to build the best mousetrap, essentially. Um, and just an, an assembly line, basically a high level assembly line where you're just putting together just the most incredible experience. Uh, yet it happens that way every single time. Um, and everyone feels, you know, known and appreciated. Um, anyway. Mm, okay. No, so good stuff. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm just very curious, you know, when you talk about red carpet, people are listening and they're thinking to themselves, well, what, but what, what does she do? I mean, you know, how does, how does she handle, Hey, you know, what's your rate today and stuff like that. So I, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, having a sense of who you are, you're probably, um, structuring, or I'll use the word again, ar- architecting the conversation so that you, you, you and your team are in control and you're not getting taken down that rat hole of, of price price, right? Absolutely. We're very high trust based and um, high trust methodology. And so we will, um, you know, someone calls in, you know, and I used to get pretty, <laughs> I used to take it personally, you know, mm-hmm. one of the four agreements, don't take things personally. <laughs> and I used to get offended when people would say, Hey, what's your rate or, you know, whatever. And you have a rate chopper question that used to offend me and I kind of worked up about it. And then I realized, why am I offended? This is not, um, this is really all they know to ask. You know, there was not a, a special class they went to to learn how to get a mortgage. And so really only, that's the only thing they're ever told, Hey, ask what their rate is. And so I would just turn that and just direct them a different way. You know, Hey, are they, yeah, they've been great. You know, they've been, low fours, mid fours, depending on the day. And I would educate them on the market. I would just touch on it a little bit just enough to satisfy them, or I do touch on it a little bit just enough to satisfy them. Right. And then I'll basically shift, you know, shift the subject or change the subject. Not even change the subject. I'll just shift and go into, you know, 
have you started looking yet? You know, I see you're working with Karen. That's amazing. How did you, how did y'all meet? You know, she's fantastic. Um, so many of our clients have worked with her and she's been an excellent resource. You'll really enjoy work with her. And then just kind of continue through the conversation. And then when the time is right, you know, really the next best steps for us is going to be with what I call your big picture information. Mm-hmm. You have a few minutes to go over that. Fantastic. Is it going to be just you on the loan and then go through the loan app at that point? Hmm. And so we spend a lot of time, um, I call it soft skills. We spend mm-hmm. a lot of time on soft skills and scripting. Um, and we do, we used to do it <laughs> in the building uh, period. We did soft skills every single week and now we do it every other week. And it's just scripting in scenarios, um, any scenarios that have come up. Um, we run through scripts and not scripted in the like robot sense yeah. scripting as in we want to have you know excellent things to say and there's only so many questions out there that you get asked about mortgages and so just having the best answer hmm. and so just running through it so the, the whole team is very well scripted well, i love that so if i heard you correctly you're meeting with your team every other week i think i heard which to go over those scenarios and make sure that you're you've got uh, an ideal response based on that scenario Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Nice. And if there's like, and that's the time for them also to bring maybe new questions that have popped up. Like, hey, I've been getting asked this a lot. We, you know, what what's the best response to this? And we can talk through that and then come up with mm. a standard response. Yeah, I know you're familiar with the law of the dress rehearsal, as am I. And um, yes, love that. Yeah, it's so so smart that you've got to practice, right? I remember back in the day, the other one I. Uh, back in the Tony Robbins days was, um, you know, what you practice in private, you'll be rewarded for in public. And so to those mm-hmm. listening right now, if you're challenged with how do I deal with the questions I get from prospects or leads, uh, you know, how do I overcome the what's your rate? How do I, you know, it's, you've heard it right here from Heather herself by practicing what to say. Don't ever mm-hmm. not be prepared, right, to have the answer to the 10 most common questions we all get every single day. You should have well-scripted um, answers designed to deal with those. And then, as, as you said, you shift and get back to the direction you want to go. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Okay, exactly. cool. So you mentioned earlier your business is 100% referral only, right? Yes. All right. Now, I was curious then, because I know you're smart, um, and I've seen your... <laughs> I've seen you. you recently. You recently started doing video, right? Yes. <laughs> By the way, great job, great job, love it. Um, especially the video you did on two okay. things to consider with rising mortgage rates. I mean, you only did that two weeks ago, and you got uh, almost four thousand views of that already. So, yeah. <laughs> There's two thoughts I've got here. I mean, because on one hand, you know, there's a lot of, as you know, conversation around the whole the digital mortgage consumer and, you know, this, this, are we forever going to be reliant and dependent upon the realtor for those referrals? And at some point, right, the savvy air quotes, mortgage originator is going to go consumer direct because social is a platform we can do. So I'm just wondering if, you know, what's behind the video thing? Has that just been on your radar for a long time or t- tell me about that? It's been on my radar and when when I kind of shifted to the ambassador of the team, that's one thing I put at the top of my list is I want to start doing videos. And really the main reason was because I mean we work work with a lot of referral partners and um just time wise I wanted you know getting on the phone with referral partners and chatting with them. Mm. I noticed that conversations <laughs> Uh, they they can tend to go on, which is fantastic. That's what you want uh, because I'm doing you know I'm doing business with friends now. Basically, yeah. not everyone's 
necessarily at the friend level. Not everyone 100% is at the friend level, yet we're getting there. Uh, and so I want to work with people I enjoy working with because it's so much more fun that way. Um, and with that are longer conversations when I'm doing you know, referral partner calls just to check in. And so if I wasn't able to check in with everyone one week, I was like, well, how can I connect, you know, still have that connection with them and feel connected? And that's when I was like, yeah, I've really got to start doing videos. And that way they still feel connected to me, even if we weren't able to chat that week or chat that last couple of weeks. And you have like your different levels of referral partners. And so what, you know, that kind of that last year, they're still important and maybe you don't get to talk to them as often. And so again, you still want them to feel connected to you and to feel, um, oh, still have you as a resource. So that was part of it. And then also kind of a byproduct of that has been just clients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, funded families, just them being able to see it and stay feeling connected. So really the whole purpose of it was to put good information out there. Um, well, I guess it's two, two full purpose. Um, good information out there um, for the connection purposes with our realtor partners, which in turn also help our clients stay feeling connected. And then the second part was to give my referral partners ammo to help their business. Because mm-hmm. I know they're in the trenches every single day. Um, I mean, they're the ones out there lead generating. And I mean, that's, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So I want to do my part in giving whatever I can to help them um, just put more, you know, ammo in there. So an example of ammo would be this one video you did, which is should I buy now or wait till next year? That'd be an example of a, of a um, video. The real. Yeah. So when I'm, yeah, when I'm thinking of content, um, which is really the hardest part of the video thing. I don't mind getting on camera. It's the content part. Yes. And because I'm, so anyway, so I'm getting on there. My, my thought process is, you know, what, what would help my realtor partners? You know, what, what can they share with their clients to help, you know, lead them mm-hmm. um, or convert them? And so that's my, my thought behind it when I'm creating the content. And then I also do, I mix it up with, um, Oh, kind of inspirational lifestyle type stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and that's just to share basically what I've been learning, business advice, you know, tips and tricks, uh, things like that. So you mentioned you're comfortable on video, so you didn't have any of those. Uh, you weren't afraid to get in front of the camera like some are. No, and I think part of that's just been yeah. You know, I've heard different people say, you know, this is the number one thing you can't. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to get over myself and just do it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. And and so yeah, I was fine with it. That's awesome. Good for you. Um, for anybody listening, right? I mean, you need to get on video. Quick, quick piece of advice. I may have said this before, but um, the best advice I got, uh, I got for being appreh- apprehensive about video because we don't like the way you look and all. It's like, hey, sorry, that's how you look. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Quit trying to hide. Um, okay, cool. Exactly. So, so wh- what difference have you seen, uh, if any, I know it's kind of early yet with video and, you know, it looks like you're really growing your social presence there on your business page, the Heather Bomar team at Cornerstone Home Lending. Everybody go there, like the page and follow it. Thank you. Thank you. What, uh, what's the impact you've seen so far, if any? I would say so far, cause yes, it is still early. Um, you know, I've talked to, well, I had a couple of clients reach out. One wasn't planning on buying. And again, this was kind of secondary reason for even doing the video. So it wasn't really on my main radar. Um, but I had one family from that video, the, um, the two reasons uh, she reached out and said, Hey, we were actually going to wait a year. Uh, she's like, I have, you know, your video showed my feed and we watched it. And so now we want to buy now. Wow. Uh, and she's like, it made total sense. Just clicked with us. And it was just the, 
the cost of waiting. Yes. And um, so anyway, so we went over that. And so now you know, she's uh, contracting on a builder spec house and we're closing I think, in 30 days. Oh and then the other one um, was a friend, um, childhood friend. Like we played softball together when we were 10. <laughs> And, and we've just stayed in, I mean, I don't, I don't know when the last time I've talked to her, I mean, it's probably been at least a decade since I've talked to her, but we've stayed Facebook friends mm. and she reached out to me and wanted to talk about like, Hey, we're moving to Texas. What can you tell me? Uh, we're closing, yada, yada, yada. So that was cool. Uh, and then just referral partners. Um, just, I mean, I've seen people out, like, I don't generally talk to, um, even like not even referral partners that have come up to me like they know you know like they've known me for a while uh-huh. and so you can just tell that they feel more connected to me and they feel they can just walk up to me and like hey heather yeah yeah i saw your video and yeah. and just go into it like we were friends like yeah I, you've just so. done such a great job uh, so you are you know naturally comfortable on camera which is great and then this other one i just saw which is awesome which is the four ways the new tax law affects home buyers and homeowners i mean relevant topical information that people want to know more about and you are right providing them relevant content so you are you know like Gary Vaynerchuk says is uh you're no longer a mortgage originator or a real estate agent you're a media company and loans or real estate is your back end mm-hmm. yeah so good yeah. for you awesome all right so i know we've only got a couple of minutes left but I, I can't leave the scene without asking you how you stay so efficiently productive and on your game because you're a busy mom of four you're doing some massive you know, volume, uh, what did we say here in 2017, 299 families, was it 67 million? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 299. Yeah. Man, that's huge. And that was in a building year. That was in a building year for a rebuild year. Yeah. You're changing the tires on the Ferrari while it's, while you're driving it. <laughs> that's pretty uh-huh. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, stealing that. can I steal that? <laughs> you can steal that. So I know you, you practice, you have like some best practices for like, you know, managing your morning and prepping for your day, but give us just a quick rundown of how you, number one, prep for your day. And then how do you, um, how do you manage the, you know, all the stuff coming at you? How do you stay on focus on task? So a couple, um, a couple of rules I have for myself. Um, when I'm at work, I'm at work. And I have a picture of my kids right in front of me. I've got four little kids, um, two, four, six, and eight years old. <laughs> and they're amazing. And so I have a little picture of them. And that picture is purely there as a reminder to me, like when I'm at work, be at work and don't carry over. Um, and when I'm at home, I want to be at home. And so that's um, that's my main, I guess, my com- compartmentalization on that. And, and it's not perfect. Um, I'm still a work in progress on that. Um, that's what I'm striving for. And I, as far as I set my day up, um, I generally get up at 4, 4.30, um, do my morning routine, um, get the kids to school, then I'm at work. I generally left the day, the office, um, the day before with a zero inbox. Um, that's one way. Mm. And I passed everything out. And very top, I use the GTD getting things done, David Allen methodology, as far as my task list goes. Um, I did add a top category of that um, from Gary Keller's book, um, The One Thing, and um, success list. So I added a success list to that. And so it goes success list, then calls, emails to return, and then goes down in 
you know, importance, order of importance. Well, well, okay, so well, as let far me as interrupt you for ahead. a second there because mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Yeah. I read the one thing, and I'm curious: Are you applying that strategy? You know, what's the one thing you could do that if you did every day, right, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? Is that do you have that identified? So, referral partner relationships, I would say, and that's kind of been one of my shifts in moving to the ambassador role. Um, and part of the ambassador role, I didn't really touch on this earlier, is I have my team doing the client appointments now. We've been doing that for several months now, and it's gone phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then I'm popping in and meeting the family briefly for a couple of minutes, uh, and it's gone fantastic. Just the scripting around it, it's been solid. And part of the focus behind that was the one thing. And you know, moving is stepping back and focusing on the referral partner relationships and giving my time to them because it can't be everywhere at all times. And so the one thing was my referral partner relationships. And then, um, and, and then also my team. I mean, I think those are probably my, if I can have two things, <laughs> it's my team and my referral partners. Cause if I take care of my team, my team is going to take care of my referral partners and my, our, and our clients. Got it. Okay. So, so yes, it's definitely a thought behind it. Thank you for that. And yes. Uh, and then, um, and then also in his book, he talks about, I mean, the 80, 20 rule, we all know the 80, 20 rule is I'm just constantly trying to keep that in the forefront of my mind is that, am I working on, cause I just naturally, I have a tendency to want to clear, not literally clean my desk, but I have a tendency to want to clear up the small things first mm-hmm. and get all things nice and tidy and then work on the big things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know Todd Bixpan, his one by noon book. Yes, uh, love his Todd planner. Bixpan. Shout out awesome. to Todd. Awesome. Yes. Hi, Todd. <laughs> and and it's a complete flip on that. You know, you're getting your most important things done, which same thing with Gary Keller, the one thing, mm-hmm. all before noon. Right. And so that's been, I really probably my main focus this year is focusing on that and um, and working toward that or being that. And um, so that's probably my 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 advice is want to clear the small things at first mm. and so just leaving so one of the things to avoid that is leaving the the day with staying the last 30 minutes just clean things up that way when i come in it's already in order and then i have a buffer time um, i read the 12 week year also yes. a fantastic book um and we've gone have you read it i've heard of it but i haven't read it yet yeah so good so just splitting up your year into 12 week periods um and not and getting rid of the annual numbers and part of that was talking about time blocking and going to, I have a buffer time in the morning mm. and just eight to nine, that's my buffer time. And then nine to 11 ish, I'm reaching out to referral partners, just checking in conversations there. And then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I generally have a partner lunch, a referral partner lunch. So I've got that time block there. And then the afternoon is really built for just reactive time. And that might be, you know, my database calls. Um, you know, annual reviews, things like that. Though I'd like to build those in the morning too. And then as far as our client experience process, it's all ran by our CRM um, whiteboard. And so everything flows through that. Um, It's basically a kind of team flow system. And so it all flows through that. And so it tells us exactly what we need to do throughout the day to deliver that experience. So it's... um, basically has a built-in playbook. So we just follow that playbook and the playbook is what we designed. Yeah. And quick shout out to the folks at whiteboard. Uh, definitely a big fans of them, especially the playbook. I think that's the big challenge oftentimes with CRMs is 
great, I got this, this powerful tool. Now, how do I implement it in my business? What are the steps, the milestones, right? The levers and all that. And Whiteboard has already mapped that out. So for those listening, if you want to learn more about Whiteboard, I had them on the podcast. That's episode 66. So you can just go to mortgagemarketinginstitute.com forward slash 66. And also, uh, we can't leave the scene without giving a shout out to, uh, a further shout out to Todd Bookspan. He, he was episode uh, 56. So you can also find him at slash 56 up there. Um, and check out more about that. But yeah, it sounds like for, for you, um, as a matter of fact, the, the, the line I stole from Whiteboard was um, how to recoup at least one hour every day by automating your best self. I think that's one, mm-hmm. of, the tech, their yeah. one of their clients. Um, so you, mm-hmm. find, you find the ability to do that by leveraging a technology like Whiteboard. Exactly. I think that's the perfect way of describing it. Um, I'm able to leverage myself. Um, I mean, yes. <laughs> and and it automates. <laughs> Still, the words are out of my mouth. But yes, it just it automates the entire process. It's just completely just a plug and play, hmm. and um, and we're able to be our best self each and every day. All right, here's a question for you. I'm gonna we're gonna close out on this one. Um, well, let me ask you this question first. I know you've got the various categories of your of your referral partners. Let's just say real estate agents. How many in your quote A category? Uh, I just had that up a second ago. Here it is. Um, so I work with a few builders. Um, so including the sales reps, it is 20, 29. Mm-hmm. And again, that's going to include some builders that have four or five sales reps. And the unique thing on a builder, which is like a whole nother topic, yes. is recording the individual <laughs> sales executives each like a realtor, if that makes sense. You've got the builder relationship and then you have the sales executives. So So that's a mix of some some builders, but also just some traditional agents in there. Oh yes. And then the rest of them are agents. Okay. The question that popped into my mind is knowing you've got such a, such a, you know, a a deep bench of referral partners. How do you handle the after hours calls or how have you set that up in advance? You know, to, to, because I, I'm, I get from you, right. When you're home, you're home, if I'm correct. So maybe Mm -hmm. pack that a little bit. Uh, so way back in the day, I stopped putting my cell phone on everything. Mm. <laughs> I mean, way Sacrilege. back in the day, so I don't have my cell phone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so all my referral partners have my cell phone number, though I they know not to give it to clients. And the way I explain that to them, I say, hey, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my, no, I first make them, I'm going to give you my mobile number. Uh, it's kind of like the bat phone. <laughs> and feel free to call me whenever. Um, though, please do give the clients, do give clients and um, office number. And the reason behind that is because I want to make sure they get the best service every single time. Mm. And like right now we're at lunch. If they call my cell phone number, I've got it on silence. You know, we're not, I'm not going to be back to the office for another hour or so. Right. And, or if I'm in a client meeting, I want to make sure that my team is like, I will take their call right then and help them however they can. And so just that, tiny little conversation it's never been a thing and then i'll get a text every now and then on the weekend saying hey can you look at this i mean it is few and far between and then i also encourage um all of our referral partners to we want to be as far advanced of the contract as possible and that way the client um I mean, our advantage is that we're not a commodity at that point. Um, it's far advanced of contract. And then uh, their advantage is that the client can have their game plan together. They can get their game plan together and have a clear idea what the numbers look like and have clarity. And then they'll be ready to write as soon as they find a house. Wow. So, Very cool. 
I love it. Like set up setting the expectations in advance. All that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people listening, you know, everybody has their own preference of how they do business. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you should subscribe to, you know, Heather's version right there. You may, you know, be fine with taking calls at night and weekends. And, and that's cool, especially depending where you're at. If you're in building mode in your business, you might need to do that for a while. So I was just more so curious for my own sake on that. But yeah, I'll, I think it comes down to this. You're very intentional in how you design your business. You're very intentional in how you um, partner with referral partners and, you know, nothing's like left to chance and it's not very messy and ugly. It's like there's a very prescribed path that people will go on referral or customer when, when they engage with the Bomar team. Yes. Biggest takeaway there. And, and I think that's a, a big, yes, just intentionality. It's actually my word of the year. Be intentional. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Have you ever read that book, uh, The One Word? I haven't. I think I'm looking at my bookshelf. Uh, I don't know if I can see it. <laughs> I think it's still packed away because I'm uh, but anyway, I had, yeah, I had a guy on uh, was way back in the podcast who, who wrote a book. I don't know if that's the exact title, but it was about that concept of having one word for the year and that really kind of being the filter for everything you do. So, okay, yeah, intentionality. Yep, yes. you betcha. All right, well, listen, I know you're busy. You've got lots to do, and I appreciate your time here so much, so much. Thank you, and I know our guests love it. Standing ovation. <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> enjoyed it this yeah it's terrific and, and listeners oh by the way i'll put links in the show notes too if you don't mind like your facebook page or whatnot so people can see what you're doing the videos and the other stuff we talked about like uh, whiteboard crm todd books band win by noon and anything else that makes sense in the show notes so thanks again for your time and listeners Thank you so much for tuning in as always i appreciate you if you like this episode leave us a ranking go to itunes stitcher whatever give us five stars and you know the t-shirt deal you get a free t-shirt if you let me know you left me a review so send me that info and as always thanks for listening take care we'll see you on the next one bye for now thanks for listening to mortgage marketing radio want more truth in mortgage marketing get more free training and resources at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents, butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? 
You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.